What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 67. In today's episode, I want to talk all about training. So whether you are in a CrossFit gym, an Orange Theory gym, whether you're not in the gym at all, whether you work at home, whether you follow a bodybuilding style program or a strength program, I want to give you guys some things to think about to hopefully get more out of your workouts, more out of your training program, and maybe figure out if there might be some tweaks that you can make to your training program to make it more effective for you and your current goals. And I think the the first place that I want to start on is that everybody should have intent in their training, whatever it is. You know, when we go to the gym, we should be able to give 100% effort into what we're trying to achieve in that session. And that doesn't always mean, I think, what some people get really confused by in the world of CrossFit is I have to go zero to 100. I have to be pushing max effort. I have to feel like I left the gym and I gave it my all. There's no energy left. And that's not always the case. And it's not honestly ideal for sustainability and honestly getting you the results that most people want, which is better body composition, more consistency, uh, you know, obviously less joint pain, all the other things that come along with it, even energy. Because honestly, I, I don't know about you, but when I finish a hard CrossFit workout, sometimes I'm toasted for a couple hours, even if it was short. I mean, I can't remember how many open workouts I've you know, maybe worked out for five to seven minutes and the rest of the day, I'm like, why am I so tired? It's really because of the intensity. And sometimes that intensity isn't always right. But anyways, not to get off on a tangent, but all of our training should have intent. What are you trying to achieve with your current program? Are you just starting out your fitness journey and you're really uncomfortable going to the gym by yourself? So joining a group fitness program felt more comfortable to you or vice versa. Does being in that group setting in, you know, intimidate you and you'd rather work out by yourself and you know that you need to work out because you need to lose some weight, you need to get healthy. And it's really important for you to kind of figure out what are you trying to achieve? Is it that comfort? Are you trying, have you been in the gym for a long time? Maybe you've been following a CrossFit gym programming, or maybe you've been doing an Orange Theory or a Beach Body or something like that. What are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to achieve weight loss? Are you trying to build muscle? Are you trying to improve fitness somewhere? So what exactly are you trying to achieve in your program? And then breaking that down even further, what are you trying to achieve in each workout session? So when I show up for a session that is like, you know, 400 meter repeats, I'm going to have a very different intent than if I'm going into the gym and doing some mobility versus if I'm going in to do some lifting. So making sure that you have intent, not just with your general program, but at each and every session. And as I kind of already said, some of you guys might be in the gym already for years. Some of you guys might just be like maybe three to six months in. Maybe you're just starting your fitness journey, knowing where you're at. And that's also going to help you with that intent. Like getting yourself going is very different than I've been going for a long time. And now it's time to make some tweaks for these specific goals. I think the other problem that I tend I tend to see happen a lot, even, even with people in CrossFit Orange Theory, and I keep using those two because they're probably the most popular right now is, um, well, not really the most popular, but (laughs) two of the most popular is I think a lot of people tend to chase a feeling or like a calorie burn. They're trying to chase this like drenched in sweat. I busted my ass. I got nothing left in me. I gave it my all that like feeling of like, I just crushed it like that. Oh my God, that workout was so brutal feeling, or they're chasing like, okay, I burned this many calories in this workout. And that's not always the best way to get results. And it's usually not necessarily the right intent. It might give you a good feeling. You might feel better about yourself. But oftentimes, we're trying to achieve a goal, weight loss, performance, uh, muscle gain. And just chasing that workout high 
isn't always the right thing. In fact, sometimes what you need is to not have that workout high, you know, and I can go down, down a rabbit hole about the people that do too much high intensity training and it actually really does too much damage on the hormones. And I shouldn't say damage on the hormones, but it just, it's, it's hard for people to recover from when they also have a high stress job. They also have a high stress, you know, home life. They've got all these other variables and they're not giving themselves enough fuel. So, you know, you've probably heard many people talk about how like CrossFit wrecked their hormones and yada, yada, yada. Likely it wasn't CrossFit. Likely it was too much uh, too much stress, too much stress between training. Maybe they're doing multiple sessions a day. Maybe they weren't fueling themselves enough. So it's just really important to understand that you don't always want to be chasing it like that, that dopamine hit, that workout high. Now, when it comes to some other um, specific goals, when I talk about intent, I want to just kind of break that down for you guys is obviously at the end of the day, my goal and why my company's name is fit body is that I want everybody to have a fit body and a fit body. Isn't like, I'm just chasing aesthetics. I want to look good naked. That's probably a component of it. It's not just, I want to build muscle. That's probably a component of it. It's not just, I want to run faster and obviously be able to move better. That's a component of it, but it's not the whole thing. I want to be able to have more mobility. It's a complete program. And your intent from all of your sessions should be obviously, or from your, I'm sorry, not all of your sessions, from your workout program is developing those different skills and developing those different um, pieces of fitness that we need. And, and I can go down the rabbit hole of the CrossFit's 10 general physical skills. If you don't know a lot about CrossFit, and I'm going to just make a plug for CrossFit here is that it often gets roped into the uh, or categories into or categorized in the same place of like boot camps and things like that, and it's actually very different. There is a lot of science and a lot of things that CrossFit is trying to achieve, and these are just a few of those things. The other intentional training that I think people can tend to um, forget about, and it's often will be a way for people to get motivated, right? So maybe you've been lacking motivation in the gym. Maybe you've been. Uh, you know, like you've been doing the same thing for a while, you need something different. People will sign up for something. They'll sign up for a competition. They'll sign up for um, a CrossFit competition. Maybe it's a triathlon. Maybe it's a powerlifting competition, an Olympic lifting competition. They'll sign up for something that's going to push them to like maybe work a little bit more in one area of weakness. And I actually love that for people. I think once again, it goes to where changing the physical body, AKA losing weight, building muscle becomes a side effect of, all right, if I work towards this goal, I know that's going to happen. So it, it gives you a little bit more focus and drive uh, on a different goal that the actual goal that you want becomes a side effect of. And I, and I actually love that. I think it makes your training more fun. Uh, I think it makes the whole experience more fun. You're actually probably going to be more likely to stick to your program if you do that. So intentional training was the first thing that I wanted to kind of talk about. The second thing I wanted to talk about is structured training. And this comes down to two things, consistency and routine. So when it comes down to your workout schedule, how many days a week are you training? How long are your sessions? What time of day do you feel best to train? What time of day do you have to train? And obviously, are you individualizing your program to be catered to you? Like, so can you take a workout that's on the board and say, okay, this is how I'm going to get the most out of this workout. And because my goals are, I want to get stronger. So I need to be lifting heavier, or this is how I'm going to get the most out of this workout because I need to be running faster. Are you able to tailor that workout to you and make sure that it is getting you what you need? And that often might change throughout the, the seasons. And you might find that for a period of time, you want to focus more on like strength, and then you want to focus more on endurance. 
but your program should also be, you know, obviously modifiable for those things. So structure and routine. And if you have those goals in mind, it's going to make structure, consistency, and routine that much easier because, you know, you're going to find when you work best, working on those specific aspects of things. The other thing about your programming is it should not just be random. Like if you're going into the gym every single day and you're like, oh, I know I'm going to work lower body today, but I'm going to do like maybe this, maybe that. Like, and you're, you're just constantly like trying to figure it out as you go. Yeah. I mean, you might be getting a good workout in, but it's honestly probably taking you way more time and you might not be getting the results that you want to see, you know, and there's a lot of components of, of training specific to goals that people are missing. And a lot of it comes down to understanding the, the purpose of progressive overload. And that comes not just in overloading with added weight, but overloading in terms of volume accumulation. So we could, we should be able to adapt the, to the amount of volume we're doing and be able to handle more over time. Um, it should be in terms of like faster paces on runs and being able to understand how those paces correlate to other, uh, other distances. And, and that's also a big part of the structure training is you should be kind of keeping an overall eaching overall overarching theme to your workouts and building upon one another. And so progressive structure training, it kind of to it, I didn't really talk about progressive, but they are kind of in the same is that it should be structured because I know that if it's structured, it's obviously going to be progressive. And that comes into my next step, which is, are you tracking your progress? So when it comes down to getting more out of your workouts, how are you tracking your progress? Um, you know, if you notice that, you know, every time squats come up, you always have to modify the weight in the conditioning at the class, then you probably maybe need to bring up your squat strength. How are you tracking progress? So I personally believe that we should all keep a workout book. I am a huge believer in tracking progress, not only in fitness and nutrition, but in other areas of life. How are you measuring things that you're getting better at and achieving in life? You know, obviously a lot of people set financial goals for themselves, but other areas are great too. And there are a lot of things that we can assess and then obviously make improvements on if we have metrics to, to start with. So track your progress, keep a workout book, make sure that you um, track your weights, your sets, your times, any workout nights you might, notes you might have. And I also recommend periodic benchmarks, whether you are in the CrossFit gym and you've got some specific benchmarks that you have for testing your metabolic, um, your aerobic capacity, your lifting, um, your skill development, whether you're in the endurance community and you're, you know, obviously looking to see decreased times on your runs, your bikes, your rows, whether you're in the strength community and you're looking to improve your overall lifts, anything you can do to kind of make sure that you have some benchmarks. And I don't, it's funny cause I'm going to take a tangent here. I don't really recommend taking like benchmark weeks. I think this is a, honestly a, a lot of problems with a lot of CrossFit programs because even though you might have a benchmark week, you're not going to be able to put full effort into every single one of those benchmarks. And it actually takes away from your training. However, I do periodically think that we should be testing benchmark workouts. So maybe you're starting a, a, a mile run progression and you're going to do that for six weeks. So maybe you test your mile run on day one and then you test it again in the next six weeks. It doesn't mean you're not still doing squatting and pull-ups and handstands and all these other things. It just means that that's the only test there. And then maybe you're going to do a squat cycle and then you're not going to be testing your mile run every, every sex or in the next six weeks, you're going to be testing your squat, but you're still going to be running and doing those other things. Um, and that's honestly more specific to those of you guys that do do like a mixed modal type of program like CrossFit. So 
make sure that you're tracking your progress. Um, I wish I, I'm going to go back and tell you guys, I am guilty of, I've got a lot of half-assed notebooks of, uh, progress over the last couple of years. And I do wish I kept better metrics of every single workout session, but I do have quite a bit to be able to work with. And that is fun for me to be able to look back on and reflect on and see how things have changed and what things I can honestly bring up and all those kinds of things. So specific to those of you guys out there that are, um, not currently in CrossFit and, or a already on a, uh, any kind of a program, whether it's a bodybuilding type program or a strength program, uh, you know, whatever you're currently doing is there are a couple of things you should be thinking about to make sure that you are following the right program for you. And I'm going to go more specific into CrossFitters because you guys have, you guys are deep in my heart right now because I love CrossFit. Um, but I'm going to go over some personal consideration, um, some other things for you guys that are in CrossFit. But right now, general people, anybody that's just either whether you're looking to get started, whether you're going to the gym and you don't really have a program where you really don't know what you're currently should be doing or working on, is here are some things to consider when you guys are looking at that. One, what do you actually enjoy doing? So do you like lifting weights? Do you like fun skills? Do you like stretching and mobility? Like, how do you want to feel in your workout? You know, like, what do you want to get after you're done? How do you want to feel after you afterwards? You know, you don't have to be doing high intensity training to get a good workout in, you know, what do you actually enjoy doing? And that's number one, because if it's not enjoyable, it's not going to be sustainable and it's going to be short-lived. The other personal thing to, to actually ask yourself is how does it affect your life? So if your CrossFit workout leaves you so dead that like you can't like function for a couple of hours afterwards, but you have to also go, you're maybe your CEO of a company and you have to go stand in front of a bunch of people that might make it really, really difficult for you to kind of feel like you can, you can actually maintain that and stick to your, obviously your current job or whatever. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that if your workouts are too intense and you're also trying to perform at work, it might be too much for you. So you might have to change it up. So what are your personal goals and needs? And also looking at your personal limitations. Uh, and this is where I can, I'm can i going to go more specific to those of you guys in CrossFit is like making sure that you're scaling things appropriately for you and, and what you need. Second thing to consider when you're looking at your workout program is do you like community? Do you like other people just being around while you're working out? Or do you like working out by yourself? that's also a really big thing is, is like, you know, some people like the push of having friends working out with them. Others hate that. It, it stresses them out more. And then you have other people that honestly, they, they really just want to work out by themselves because they don't have time and they don't want to get hung up. Like talking to people, like their, their goal in the gym is to get their workout in and get out, like know where you're at. And there's no right or wrong to that. You don't have to be social at the gym. If you have a busy schedule, other people like the social, uh, the gym is their social life. It's totally dependent on who you are as a person. And then when it comes to building your, your workout program, here are my training recommendations, whether you're in the CrossFit gym, whether you're just starting out, whether you're already in the gym and you're doing your own thing, whether you're in the endurance community and you're trying to figure out some missing pieces. And this is going to be specific for everybody. So whether your goal is health and fitness, whether your goal is losing body fat whether your goal is building muscle, there are some very specific things that it, that your workout program should address. Okay. Number one is there should be a strength component along with accessory work to that strength component. So I'm talking big compound lifts, squatting, pressing, deadlifting, pulling, those types of things should be a staple in your program. 
and there should be accessory work built in. So working on unilateral strength, especially if you have any kind of issues or injuries, you know, working like single leg work, single arm work, figuring out which arm and leg is weaker and how to build those muscles up to create a more balanced body. That's so important for you guys. I think work capacity needs to be a part of it. So whether that is aerobic training, um, whether it is you're increasing your sets and reps and decreasing your rest time between sets, whether you are just overall just getting fitter and you're able to handle more volume, whatever it is, you should be doing capacity work on a regular basis. And that's going to be very different for every person based on how long you've been training and obviously what your current goals are. And then the last component of that is going to be midline. We should be working midline and I'm not just talking sit-ups. I'm talking, you know, a lot of carries, a lot of holds, a lot of bracing stuff, um, anything that's going to work posture. And then, yeah, obviously some, obviously ab stuff. You want to get those things, but also things like L-sits, all of those kinds of things we should be incorporating into our program. I think it's all good. So those are some considerations for those of you guys and recommendations, no matter who you are. So if you're kind of looking back and as I'm talking about these things, assess your current program and see what you're doing really well and what you might need a little bit more of. Or the last thing, which is I'm going to kind of go specific into CrossFitters is where do you maybe need to just change your intent? Is it maybe putting a little bit more focus into each session? You know, I get this a lot in the CrossFit gyms. It's like, I think I need to be following a strength program. I think I need to be doing more of this. I think I need to be doing more of that. And oftentimes it's just making adjustments to the actual work that they're doing in the class to get more out of it. So whether it is warming up better and, or maybe it is, you know, attacking the weights a little bit heavier, you know, I mean, this is one of the problems as well is like all, oftentimes we only have an hour and you might have a five by five squat programmed, and then you might have a Metcon. You're going to have to choose, okay, where do I want to spend more of my effort and my mental energy and where do I want to be able to push hard, but know that my result is built around the first component of that. So let's just say, for instance, your goal is like, I want to get stronger and you're really pushing the the loading. You have to know that you might not feel as fresh going into that Metcon and that's okay. (laughs) But a lot of times in CrossFit, we are competitive and I get this all the time. Oh, I'm I'm not going to go too heavy on the weights today because I want to really push it on the Metcon. Well, that's great, but you're always going to be doing that. And then that's always going to be selling yourself short what you're capable of in the strength component. And by the way, bringing up that strength component is going to make your Metcons faster over time. So make sure that you're aware of that. So CrossFit specific guys, as I'm kind of already segueing into that is number one, like I said, the intent of your sessions has to be set. The stimulus needs to be maintained for each and every workout. And that goes hand in hand with intent. So when you're going into the gym and you see the workout on the board and you have to stop looking left and right of you, wondering what so-and-so is going to be doing, how much weight so-and-so is putting on the bar and ask yourself, if I was doing this workout by myself, how would I execute this workout the best? And it's honestly why I think that for, I'm going to be honest, why I think I got so well good at CrossFit is for a while, I didn't have other people to work out with me. I was doing it by myself. And so I didn't have expectations of how somebody else was moving. And I still work out by myself. And I don't, I do start to think about, okay, how would somebody else execute this workout? What would my goal be? But it's more specific to how I'm going to execute that workout the best. What am I trying to get out of each session? You know, so make sure that you are setting the intent and setting the stimulus for the workout. 
uh, I think the other problem going into stimulus is that oftentimes with that competitive nature is that people tend to be competing all the time. So they're always trying to test what am I capable of today? Like they're always trying to see, can I hit a PR? Can I, can I get this workout done this fast? Or can I beat so-and-so? Guys, take a step back and recognize that what we do is we train. We don't compete every day. And in fact, competition should be less than 10% of your week. If that, it should be like one hard week, one hard workout a week where you're like, this is the one that I'm going to really go dark on. I'm going to see what I'm made of. And think about what's coming up soon in CrossFit. It's the open. So you know you're going to be really pushing it hard on that one workout. The other workouts of the week should be complementary to allowing you to save some of that mental energy to be able to really push in that workout. So making sure that you're not competing all the time. And then obviously the last one is watching the CrossFit programming at your gym for bias. And this is just something that I, I full heartedly think that we all as athletes need to take responsibility for our, our gym coaches, our trainers, the ones we look up to, they are training with GPP in mind. Okay. Oftentimes they are also looking at the community and they're going to bias that GPP based on what the the masses of the class really needs. So you'll see more competitive gyms. You'll see gyms that are a little bit more, uh, a little bit more aerobic based or a little bit less skilled. They're looking at the demographics and they're looking at what the majority of people need to get the most workout. That is why you're in a group program. It's not individualized programming. It is group program. It doesn't mean that you're not getting a good workout or getting progressive workouts. It just means that it's tailored to where everybody's going to get a pretty good dose of what they need to be generally fit. If you have specific goals, you may have to look at your program and ask, is this program working towards my goals? Do I need to put a little bit more emphasis on another area? Do I feel responsible enough for myself to be able to figure out how to modify these workouts to get more out of it for me? And, or do I need to add on a couple of things into my sessions to allow me to develop those skills? Do I maybe need to do a couple less classes and do a couple of more individual sessions where I can work on my own skills? So for somebody that's got a strength deficit and they're at a gym that programs a lot of conditioning, you might want to say, Hey, I know I'm going to get plenty of conditioning if I do CrossFit four days a week. Uh, so two days a week, I'm going to do just a strength focused workout where I'm going to do like maybe one day of upper body, one day of lower body, really hitting my body with the strength work or vice versa. Maybe your gym does do a lot of strength programming and a lot of CrossFit Metcons, but maybe, maybe your workout domains are always in that like five to 20 minute range. And you're like, you know what? Like, I feel like I'm not recovering very well. And I've heard a lot of benefits about zone two training. So maybe you're adding in some zone two sessions, which is just like, 30 to 60 minutes of a, a long, slow workout where you're just grinding it out. So those are some other things that you guys can do to get out of your um, training. And then the last thing I'm going to talk to you guys about, and this is not a plug for nutrition coaching, but it is also a plug for nutrition coaching because nutrition is truly the way to get the most out of all of your sessions. If your nutrition is dialed in, you know you feel good. And if you've never felt that, then you definitely need to be talking to me because I know when I'm eating the right amount of food and I'm eating in the right times and all of those things, I feel amazing in my training. So definitely make sure that you're getting things dialed in. Um, before you go looking into, well, what should I be eating pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout? 
you should have a very good base understanding of your body's current needs and what goals you're currently trying to achieve. And so this goes back into the tracking aspect of things, not just tracking your workouts, but tracking your nutrition, because that's how we can make adjustments to that to get you to make the most out of it. I think people look at tracking like, oh, if I track my food, it's because I'm counting macros. And that is absolutely not true. Those are two very different things. Uh, even though you can track macros and be very successful at that because you track your food, but tracking food comes first and you might not necessarily need a specific macro prescription. It might just be calories and really dialing in things specific to your pre-intra and workout, but post-workout needs. So first things first is nutrition. Make sure that you're tracking your food. You should be getting enough protein and then a balance of carbs and fats. You should not be neglecting any specific nutrient unless you have a specific condition that limits your ability to be able to actually eat that nutrient. And this even goes for those of you guys out there that try and do things like avoid gluten and dairy. So make sure that you have a sensitivity before you actually just cut those things out. Because for a lot of people, some whole grain bread is pretty tasty. So um, not saying to to base your diet around whole grain bread, but just saying that you can actually incorporate that. And then once you have your general, you're eating normally throughout the day, you've got your routine built in, then it's time to really dial in that pre-intra and post-workout. And you can totally do it at the same time, but I always like to say that you need to have that dialed in first because chances are if you just dial in the general nutrition, the pre-intra and post-workout nutrition becomes so easy. So um, if you guys want more specific nutrition help for yourself in terms of like what you should be doing, feel free to reach out to me because we are going into the open season and whether your goal is to make it further in, uh, CrossFit, or you're just using the open as kind of like a fun little competition to kind of see where you stand, whatever it looks like to you. I want you guys to be able to feel your best and maybe use it as an experiment. And if you also need some help with just figuring out if your workout program might need some tweaking, maybe you don't really know where to start. Hit me up. I have a couple of free programs that I can send you guys. Um, my programming, just to give you guys a little bit of a background is going to be based on basic strength, accessory work, and capacity work. It does not have a lot of high skill in it, so you're not going to do things like bar muscle-up snatches and things like that. Um, I do program those things for my competitive athletes, but I keep them out of the GPP world because for a lot of you guys, like I said, you guys are looking for overall general health and fitness, and I'm okay with you guys working on those skills for the central nervous system um, development, the motor recruitment pattern, but I think there are a lot of other safer ways to do it that are going to keep you injury-free. So um, last thing that I'm going to leave on as I kind of uh, exit out this episode is kind of like the ending of any of your CrossFit classes. So um, obviously we start with a structured warm-up or your training programs, I should say, not just CrossFit, um, but we end with a cool down. So as we close up this episode, make sure that before you leave the gym, you have spent some time dedicated to bringing down your central nervous system activity, your sympathetic nervous system activity, and you are trying to bring yourself down from that, whether it's a nice slow bike, hitting some mobility drills or some stretching, bring yourself down, end the day, on a good note. Happy Monday, guys.